Listeners, it's that time again. Time for another Hey, I've Got an Idea show. That's my brother, Mason the Pickle Page Williams. And that's my brother, Jared Body Glove Williams. <laughs> that's... that's just not me, though. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. That's our third brother. Okay, then I guess I should introduce myself as well. I, I'm Luke Less Ashamed Williams. And I'm Mason Tailsteak Williams. Also and the that's Pickle been Page. Hey, I've got an idea show. Thank you for listening. Good night. <laughs> I was thinking about giving you a, a minute to come up with your thing to remind you that there, there's a room for a thing. But you see, I wanted to tie back in the, the pickle page that you just told me about. Your Your page that you pickled. Yeah, I pickled I pickled some some paper uh with words on it and it was very tasty and I put it on a sandwich. Now why was why was that? Was that because you were f- compelled to do something weird and nonsensical because of a superstition? You know what? I'm going to go with yes. This is the best intro. Thank you Luke for leading us here. Uh superstition is what we're making today here on Hey, I've got an idea. The show we're mm-hmm. going to make a superstition that listeners, when we're done here, you will believe in it. Yeah, this is um. So this invention podcast, we talk through. I, we invented a new. Th- wait, wait, wait! Hang on a second. I mean, we tend to invent things that make the world a better place, or at least in theory, uh, we come up with something cool and we want to we talk about it, and then we breathe life into it. Um. Are we making the world a better place with a well, added Luke, superstition? Luke, I I refer you to the definitive text vis-a-vis superstition. Uh, I am speaking, of course, about the song "Superstition" by I want to say Ray Charles. I was going to say Ray Charles. I think Ray, it is. we'll just assume that's right. Okay, so uh, in that song, like I know the lyrics better than I know the artist who sang them. Uh, it was. Um, are we sure it's Ray Charles? Anyway, uh, <laughs> superstitious says, uh, very superstitious, wash your face and hands. And I submit to you that even if you don't understand or believe in germ theory, the idea of microorganisms on your face and hands, if you were to have a superstition that says, hey, after you have touched poop or raw meat, you should wash your face and hands. That would be a useful superstition for you to believe in. You don't have to explain what oh. microorganisms are and convince people of that. You just get them thinking that, oh, I'd better wash my hands or it'll be bad luck. So I guess something that makes sense to to reference here is I don't know what quite you would call it, but there have been through history plenty of times where, uh, be it a uh, tribal or just... Uh, a cultural uh, tradition that they uh-huh. do, uh, it serves a purpose, it has a cause and effect, and whether or not they can explain why is not important. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. So, I mean, we could introduce something like that. Now, does that mean that we can we can suggest with the superstition that it's like, oh... 
this is a thing that you don't understand why why you would do it for now. And in yeah. in the year like twenty one hundred, there's gonna be some science that comes out and be like, oh, that's why we were glad that we did that superstition that the, the brothers yeah invented. Like, like, like let me let me say this like let's say that you and I we go back in time a hundred years and everybody's like, hey, we've discovered this new thing asbestos. Let's put it in all the walls. It's fireproof. And we somehow get a propaganda campaign going and we convince them to have a superstition that putting asbestos in your walls, it might make them fireproof, but it's bad luck. And then like when we come back to the present, we will be like, hey, you know what? It's a good thing we thought asbestos was bad luck because now we understand the science of what mesothelioma is. And mm. if we had put asbestos in all the walls, oh boy, that would have been bad. A uh, quick thing I want to reference here, and uh, I know that all kinds of different cultures have different superstitions, different kinds of superstitions, and they kind of vary in every which direction. I mean, you know, the common denominator is still human nature, but mm. even still, you've got different flavors based on the different cultures. Sure. Um, I want to cite the fact that in uh, Southeast Asian cultures, you have a lot of a focus on luck. And mm. that uh, there will be, like, you do this for luck. These are your lucky numbers. Uh, mm. t- take take a coin, leave a coin, or something, because it's good luck. Uh, th- things like that. I apologize if I butchered that. But well, no, I think I think there's uh, luck not only in those cultures, but there's plenty of other cultures. I mean, we think of luck, you know, the standard like horseshoe, four leaf clover, whatever. We have our own superstitions, and you might not always call what you're talking about luck. Like uh, step on a crack, break your mother's back. We don't say, oh, it's unlucky to step on a crack. But I mean, that's the idea, right? Mm. Now, I would say too that uh, I-, I cited the the slight more, uh, slightly more of a focus on it because it does sort of find its way into uh, some Eastern religions as well. Like you'll yeah. find people at um, Buddhist temples. Um, uh, doing the thing with the shaking of the incense and dropping it and like mm-hmm. counting how many and stuff like that. And they're trying to do it in the interest of like, you know, hopefully uh, it, it's good luck. Um, and again, I apologize if I'm butchering any of this, but also our culture, uh, our cultural Western association with luck is also sort of like, it's more of a functionality thing that this will help me at the casino. Mm-hmm. Or I, I'm feeling lucky today, I'll buy a lottery ticket. Um, you know, it seems to have a completely different cultural prevalence. Well, you're, the thing is here, like, what you're talking about is you're looking at Eastern religions and you're conflating that with superstition. But over here, like, you're having a dividing line. I would say if we count things you do for religious reasons as being superstitions, then... Yeah, I mean, we get the same sort of parallels. I mean, like, take a look at uh, Judaism and the prohibition against pork, for example. Mm -hmm. That's one of the ones people often cite as, oh, at the time, pork was full of parasites, so the Jews might not have known why they were avoiding pork, but it turned out to be a good thing. Like, that's the sort of thing that we would plant if you went back, you know, thousands of years as a time traveler, and you were like, hey, I know that pig is totally super tasty, but maybe don't eat it, it's dirty. And they're like, oh... Okay, and then, like, they don't die of trichinosis. 
So and you and you don't think of that as a superstition. You think of that as a religion, as a religious law. And you're like, oh no, that's special. That's holy. How dare you call it a superstition? But then mm. you're doing the same thing to these Eastern religions. You're looking at a religious ritual, and you're like, oh, that's just a superstition. They believe in luck. It's like, no, that's the same shit. Yeah, I mean, you, you, I guess uh, you got a point there. Now, yeah. this makes me a little bit nervous because, uh, I mean those that are much more uh, atheistic or skeptical or uh, sort of a-spiritual, if you will, um, mm-hmm. they tend to look at on all religions as being superstition. Yeah. And that sort of puts us in a, a tricky position here of, we gotta, we gotta be a little bit particular about our wordings here. Um, I don't mean to suggest any one thing uh, about the validity of any of this. You know, it's, it's, it's your belief structure. If you like it, cool. Um, except Mormons, your beliefs are silly. Everyone else, every other religion is fine, but Mormons, we're going to take a hard line on you guys. We were so close. You couldn't have picked like a a more villainous group, like the Scientologists. Mormons Uh, Mormons can be kind of nice at least. Oh, that's how they get you. Ah, okay, fair. Uh, anyway, I, I as well, I don't want to stray too far into religion, not because I'm scared of offending people I never have been, but because, uh, quite frankly, we already did religion. Yeah. So I don't want to retread that ground. So here's the question. Where do we draw the dividing line between a religious prohibition and a superstition? What is the difference? Well, I think it comes down to the definition of, like, ritual. Um, if you're doing a thing that kind of looks like OCD and uh-huh. you, you, you just have this tendency like, oh, I, I can't, I can't open this door unless I touch that doorknob five times. Just, it's just a thing, you know, it's like, oh, it's just a part of your brain that, that tells you to do that. Right. Um, oh God, now we're, now it's a new sensitive issue. <laughs> yeah. Cause uh, we don't want to stigmatize people who have legit like obsessive compulsive disorder. I get that that's that's a thing and you know we want to be sensitive to everyone again except for the mormons but uh Man, just... if, if you're a mormon with ocd listening to this i apologize hmm. uh i know that you don't <laughs> but uh but no okay i think the ritual is playing into sort of what this is now <laughs> you could have a religious ritual where uh, you choose to do a thing, but generally that's got like the full belief structure. You do this because of this God that has this structure. It has this com- com- uh, community to it. Uh, it's got all these other part and parcel rituals. Whereas if you, if you're superstitious about like, don't break mirror, it could be just as simple as don't break a mirror. Right. Right. So like if if we uh, say, okay, don't break a mirror, breaking a mirror is bad luck, then that's a superstition. But if we tie it in and say, don't break a mirror, it is bad luck because of this supernatural thing that is tied to it, because it angers this spirit or because it disrupts this ley line. If you have some attempt at an explanation that is supernatural in origin, then it becomes viably religious. It's a, it's a mirror god. If you break yes. the mirror, then you release the mirror god, and then he will just reverse the world. Okay, so in order for us to do superstition this episode, we have to make sure we have to avoid any sort of actual supernatural explanation. We can't come up with a backstory. No spirits involved. We Not even anything so vague as to say, oh, it, it angers 
something. No, you can't. You just have to say, make sure you do this or don't do that. Or if you do this, then do that or else bad. And we got to leave it at that. Huh. Now, what's tricky about about this is that like this is a legitimate concern, both from uh, both from when you initially pitched this as well as right now. Uh, we we talked our way around sort of where the defining line ought to be for what this is. Um, and yet we've really brought down a limitation here that like, oh, we're only going to make it be if this, then that, essentially, mm-hmm. or don't this because that. Right. Um, let me just take a little peek here. And we got 40, 45 minutes to fill. <laughs> oh, we can do this. Oh, you think so? Like, like, okay, like, remember the serial episode? Mm. We, we, like, a normal fucking invention podcast would have been, okay, we're gonna invent a cereal, pick a grain, pick right. another grain maybe, pick a flavor, pick a cartoon mascot, boom, done. That would have been 15 minutes. We did an hour, and we talked about, like, exploding food trucks and holographic Marilyn Monroe pointing a gun at you. Like, I assure you, we can bullshit for 45 additional minutes. All right. So, where do you want to start? What kind of nouns do you want to bring into this? Okay, well... uh, Wait, 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 wait. I I got a better approach. Why don't you pick a noun, and I'll pick a verb, and we say it at the same time. This this always works out for the best. Okay, right. so I'm thinking of a noun right now. I got it in my head. Yep. Uh, you got your verb? Yep. Okay. Three, two, one. Pie. Farting. Oh, God. Why? My dude, no. Don't <laughs> fart on a pie. Yeah, well, I wasn't going to until you said that. Now I can't stop thinking about it. No, I want to fart on all the pies now. It's and not, I can't it, because it's bad luck. No, maybe it's more like if you fart while baking a pie, you, you'll wreck the pie. Like, even if it's in the oven and you're in the other room, can't do it. Okay, no, 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 no. I don't want to, I don't want to, this, we're coming at this the wrong angle. Like, as much as I love random bullshit, we, we want to make the world a better place, don't we? Don't we? We, we, we do, but just in the interest of, of what it could be, could we just do a re-roll and we'll switch? Can you, you want to take verb and I'll take <laughs> I'm going to do the verb. You want me to do the verb? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, okay, okay I got it. Uh, hang on, hang on. Got it. All right. Three, two, one, return. Garbage. Like the garbage returns after the the truck took it? the garbage return to you. If the garbage returns to you, it's good luck. If you put out the garbage and it goes away, but then it comes back, that's a sign that you have good luck. Maybe, Maybe it's like if your roommate took out the garbage... But then you brought it back in and put it back in the garbage. No, 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 no. You think of the garbage like sourdough starter, right? So you put out the garbage, but then you pick one thing out of the garbage, bring it back, put it in the bottom of the empty can. That way the can will have at least one thing of garbage in it at all times. Because if you have a clean garbage can, it's not going to know it's a garbage can. That's bad luck. You don't have a garbage can. The garbage can must have at least one piece of garbage in it at all times. So you take out the garbage. 
garbage. You bring back one piece of garbage, put that in the clean can. I think that that kind of is a decent superstition right there. And I could see why someone would uh, do something like that. Which is weird because uh, like superstitions like OCDs and so forth usually revolve around cleanliness. This is like bringing an item of filth back into your house. Well, but something... at the same time, it makes sense, like, the whole sourdough starter idea of your garbage can having, like, sourdough garbage. Right. Well, I, I frequently find myself... I, I've got three roommates, so we make a lot of garbage, a lot of recycling. Uh-huh. I frequently find myself in the position of, like, the recycling bin inside is full, mm-hmm. and the bin outside is full. Nothing else can go in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I collect all the all the recycling, but I can't put out that stuff that's inside until the other stuff gets taken. So there's just this holding pattern of like, all right, here's here's the stuff that's inside until that bin is empty. And then, you know, so it's like mm-hmm. I, I took out everything except the stuff that I couldn't, which I will do when I bring the bins back in. Kind and of that's thing. when you start looking around the neighborhood to see if any businesses have left their dumpsters unlocked or like shit like that. It's like, yeah. can I you know, steal the empty space in someone else's garbage or recycling. Mm. Uh, so I uh, I want to do the re-roll one last time before we try a new angle. Um, okay, but I wanna, so one I last switch time, it. and then we'll actually try to make the world a better place. I want to switch first, it. re-roll. I want to do an adjective this time. Oh, shit. And I think you should still then do verb. Okay, so you want, like, adjective oh, and verb and noun? I guess I mean adverb. I mean adverb. Adverb, okay. So one of us has got to do, uh, uh, we'll, we'll have it mishmash. We want to do uh, noun and adverb, and the other person does verb and adjective. So there's, like, a crisscross between wait, us. What? Like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, no, because if I do the noun and the adverb, I don't know what that adverb is is applying to but it's going to apply to your verb and then you do the verb and the adjective and you don't know what that adjective is going to apply to but it's going to apply okay. to my noun but I, I i'm taking noun and adverb yes you're taking noun and adverb i'm taking verb and adjective okay, all right on. and here's the thing you gotta make sure you think of it ahead of time because we don't want to actually influence each other or make sense in any way right so okay so i'm noun and adverb no, I'm noun adverb. You're noun adverb. I'm verb adjective. Okay, verb adjective. I'm verb adjective. Let's go. Got it. Got it. You got it. Okay. Got it. C- count us in. Three, two, one. Peel feather red. nicely. What did you say? Peel bread. Peel and red. Peel so and red. if you've got a red feather, red feather, you need to peel it nicely. Oh God. I mean. It's not a an everyday occurrence, but, I mean, it could be like you found a lucky red feather, but then you gotta peel it nicely to unleash the luck or something. How do you peel a feather? Slowly. Nicely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, okay, yeah, no, I, asked and answered. Uh, yeah, okay. Maybe it just means that when you see a red feather, you have to peel the closest peelable object and do that nicely. It's like, oh, I saw a red feather. I wasn't planning on using this orange, but now I gotta peel something. <laughs> Obviously, I saw the red feather. Gotta peel that orange. Yep. What you haven't heard that that old adage 
Uh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> red feather peel nicely. <laughs> My grandmother told me that. Red feather peel nicely. Okay, so what's your new approach? Okay, so my new approach. Again, I want to come back to the idea of making the world a better place, getting people to do stuff even if they don't understand why. So there's people on this planet who don't believe in climate change, for ooh, example. Ooh. There's, yeah, yeah. So we can, if we can convince people who don't believe in climate change, if we can just get them just superstitiously to reduce their emissions, the sh- same shit is accomplished, you know? So go green or become a bean. (laughs) Well, I mean, it rhymes, so it must be true, right? Yeah, exactly. I don't want to become a bean. (laughs) I'd better, I'd better like walk the three blocks instead of taking my car. Mm. Also, I'm going to be drinking, so I might like, it's going to be inconvenient. (laughs) I should walk anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Making the world a better place. Hmm. Okay, okay, so how do we trick non-climate believers into, for some other luck-based reason, doing environmentally responsible things? Hmm. How do we trick climate change deniers? I, I mean, what's the incentive that would speak to them on average? Like, if we take that entire demographic, we can make some presumptions, but the one unifying factor is, uh, it was really tempting to just say dumb, but, <laughs> but no, the, the actual, the actual common denominator is that they don't believe in climate change being, exactly. being okay. like man done, done by humans, basically. Well, I mean, let, let's, let's also be clear here. This is a superstition it works whether you believe in it or not. So we don't have to specifically say if you don't believe in climate change, then plant a tree. We can just establish a superstition for everybody to plant a tree, and the non-climate change believers will also do it. True. Yeah. Okay. So like plant- every time you, you know, get double zeros in something, then you're like, oh, I'd better plant a tree. Yeah, something like that could work. But it's I really want to bring it to a simple rhyming structure to... Mm. Yeah, Stick no, rhymes are heads. true. If it rhymes, it's true. That's that's true. Plant a tree. And you can go free. <laughs> when you pee, plant a tree. Every time you urinate, you have to plant a tree. I kind of like the concept of uh, plant a tree and you can go free. It just requires us to kidnap everyone once. <laughs> that's That's sort of less a superstition and more... Us doing a really weirdly specific, like, kidnapping spree and just, like, forcing other people against their will to be environmentally responsible. And we don't want to force people to do things against their will. We want to trick them into doing things, (laughs) which is very different. Right. Okay. Hmm. So... I'm thinking of other helpful, useful ways to make, to, to like, get rid of the barriers that might cause people to not do this thing. I mean, yeah. it's not like you can just plant a tree for the sake of planting a tree. Like, if you yeah, give, like, very if you often that's incredibly inconvenient. Like, if you had to plant a tree right now, it would be hours out of your way. Like, you're not going to, like, just plant one in the middle of the sidewalk outside your apartment. You would have to, like, buy a tree. Yeah. Or Drive if, the fuck or out if, to like, who knows where. 
if if on some initiative you just brought a small, you know, sizable potted tree that's maybe, you know, three feet tall, um, if you just brought one to an entire office, being like, okay, here's the, the you know, we're, <laughs> we're, this is our initiative. Everybody take home the tree and plant it. And then people are like, but I, w- I mean, I was going to the cottage. I got to take the subway. I, I have to pick up the kids from, from soccer. Yeah, that's another thing about superstitions is it's generally small and easy and convenient. Like, oh, you know, you uh, you touched something dirty, wash your hands, or, oh, don't break mirrors, it's bad. Like, you don't have a superstition that's like, oh, you know, you accidentally, you know, touched your left eye, now you have to drive to Texas and back. Like, no one would give a shit. It'd be like, you yeah, know yeah. what, I'll take the bad luck. I yeah. I got shit to do. And I to touched the, my left eye, you know, my bad. Yeah, but. when you see the stories of people that are doing really exorbitant, unnecessary habits, it it's it's a sign of how committed they are to how crazy that is. Like how Yeah, how, like that's yeah. that's gone beyond superstition. Like if you're putting in more than an hour a day, that's not a superstition, that is a terrifying compulsion. Yeah. We want something that's like, oh, I saw this thing. Oh, you know, I do this little ritual that takes 10 seconds. So how does a normal person make the world better in 10 seconds? Okay. Here's here's one angle I want to just touch on really quickly. This mm-hmm. is a uh this is a way that we could bring it into the modern digital age. Okay. Um because there's this one company that I think it's an American company, but there should be Canadian equivalent. Um, that I want to, I want to talk in for, talk about for a simplicity of, of, uh, how to effectively do this thing. But it's, it sounds like this is a sponsorship deal of me promoting this service, but it's, but it's not. Um, the company was called Acorns for the U.S. Have you heard of it? Uh, wasn't that shit that like did voter fraud and everybody freaked out about it? Uh, no, <laughs> this is, this is not that I'm okay. relatively confident. It's not that. Um, you sure it's are... not like a subsidiary? Uh, you, you know, I don't know, but I'm going to describe the thing so that not look it up. Uh, okay. Anyway, regardless of what other stuff they might be up to, um, the the main thing is that for those who pay with their phone, which is a relatively common thing now, it's, you know, Google Wallet or whatever, or sure, Apple Pay. Sure. Um, I might have that backwards. Anyway. Like, put more and more of your life into your phone so that if you lose it, you just curl up and die. Yeah. It Well, it's more the fact that you can back up all that stuff on the cloud with your own passwords. And uh, the phone does, like, modern phones, recent modern phones do have, like, the thumbprint scanner in the button. Um, so it literally, you can't pay without your thumbprint being part of it. That's more than a little bit authenticated. Um, Granted. Now, here's, here's the thing. Uh... The way that it works is it basically takes all of your purchases uh, that you will do and just rounds up the change to to a dollar. So instead of it being, you know, 4436, it's now 45. All right. All right. And it does that. uh, And this this app will just automatically like do that so that it makes sure that 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 other couple of cents are there. And it just it just does the investing for you. It just puts it away. Every time, every single purchase. You think about that. Some people purchase things like 10, 15, 20 times a day. And yeah. then 
they do that for a couple of years, they who knows how much they could have put away, right? Um, uh, I, I honestly, the way you were describing it, I thought that you were going to say they give it to charity. But no, they go to invest. I guess you could then turn around and however much money you have invested, you could donate that to charity if you so chose. But uh, um, the point the point I'm getting at is mm-hmm. uh, for a modern thing that we could potentially actually invent a modern invention, right. using using data, using some something like this, mm-hmm. that could not be any easier. It's just you the thing that you're doing anyway. This is probably the key to this. The thing that you're doing anyway, mm-hmm. changing one thing about it. And having there be a net gain, like a, a major, like, other benefit. Okay, I got the thing here right in your smartphone. You ready for this? Okay. Okay, you got an app in your smartphone. Yeah. Every time you connect to a new Wi-Fi network, like you move to a new area and you're like, oh, I'm at the Tim Hortons. I'm going to connect to Tim Hortons Wi-Fi. Yeah. It just superstitiously, whenever you connect to a new Wi-Fi network, it is good luck. For you to donate a dollar to a charity. So you have this thing in here and it's like detects, oh, you just connected to a new Wi-Fi network. Automatically, I'm donating a dollar to charity. And you can have a cap on it. You can say, oh, I don't ever want to, you know, just in case you're rapidly going between two Wi-Fi networks and your phone's fritzing out. It never donates more than 10 bucks in a day. Hmm. And it's like, this is your app. Just leave it running in the background and it gives you good luck all day. Hmm. Because I everybody mean, knows if you connect to a Wi-Fi network, you always do like a little dollar to charity. That gives you good luck on that network. You're going to find the best JPEGs. I mean, here's the thing. For me, and probably for you, and other people that might be a little too frugal to be able to afford to do that kind of thing, hmm. I think that it's not quite the right target to, to hit that, right? That it's like, oh, uh, yeah, that, that would be nice, but I can't really afford to do that because i I don't want to lose track of those couple of dollars that easily um however paying into good luck i think there is a market for that i think there is definitely a clientele that that if you sold them like a good luck app and that is how it worked like that's the trigger that happens it's like you're you're in a new place you know you're on a new wi-fi or even if we just made it like a, a a location new place good luck Sure, sure. And uh, you, you're in this new place, and you want to make sure that you enter this new place and just enter with a good luck gesture. So as soon as you come into new, this place, like you christen it, like like you would christen a ship. You're like, okay, I'm gonna christen my relationship with this area. The first thing I do in this area is give a little money to charity. And so everybody in this area, they're like, hey, you just showed up in this area. What do you do? And they're like, well, you know what? I just showed up here. I gave a buck to United Way. And they're like, oh, cool. We're going to make sure that you have good luck in this area then because you're clearly a good person. Um, okay, two two things real quick. Um, one is that um, this reminds me of when a cashier will ask you, uh, you know, do you want to give a dollar to our charity for, for today? Right. Um, and if you do that thing, great. Mm-hmm. Sure. If, if that's the thing that you do, great. For me personally, I almost never do. And yeah, it's... because, I mean, they, they very often, like, you can't vet that charity when you're in the grocery store. You're like, hey, do you want to give this money to autism? And I'm like, 
well, what is this specific charity here? Is this a charity that helps people with autism? Is this a charity that helps specifically kids with autism? What are the benefits that they provide to these people? And they're like, look, I don't know, man. I just work here. Do you want to put your change in the little plexiglass (laughs) box or not? You're holding up the line. Yeah. And I'm (laughs) like, excuse me, sir. You're causing a scene. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, like, I need to know how much of this charity goes to overhead and how much goes to actually help people. Sir, if I put a dollar in, will you stop? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's the thing is if you've got the app, you could probably like select the charities and then their charities that you would know, you'd be able to look them up and you're like, Oh yeah, United way. I know this percentage of the money actually goes to help people and only this percentage is overhead. So that's a good charity. I will make sure that my charity, you know, good luck thing always goes to United way. Hmm. Okay. Or here's a thought. Mm-hmm. Donate to Squarespace. Ladies and gentlemen, if you could head on over to squarespace.org slash donate, they're running a charity. Just go ahead, throw them your money. It goes directly to help the people who need it most. Squarespace's CEOs. They just, they need your money in order to buy bigger things. Additional spaces. Make them square. Do the right thing, ladies and gentlemen. Head on over to squarespace.net slash donate today. Give them, ideally, all of your money. Squarespace. Give money to Squarespace. No. They paid me to say that, so. They didn't, though. Yeah, but, I mean, they could, though. So we're not designing an app but there is one other app quick conversation i want to mention because um this one actually comes courtesy of uh one of the super beard bros a a youtube group that i watch semi-regularly um a guy from from that had an idea way back when i don't remember what the topic was but he just had this idea that if people it was it was like based off of like proximity, and if you were logged in or whatever, just easy mm-hmm. to like perpetually log in. Mm-hmm. Um, you could anonymously give someone a a, a kill in it. It's kind of not dissimilar from like Street Pass for the 3DS. Okay. But where where that happens automatically, and then you have you know oh you passed me, and the cool thing about that is uh the the geolocation thing that happens after it's like i'm from scotland it's like whoa that guy was from scotland and he had a 3ds with one of the chances um pretty good actually i mean it's 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 cool because if you go to a convention that's that's what happens is you just have right. constant street passes happening you mm-hmm. got to keep up updating them anyway that's not what we're talking about um but this killing it concept is like you could anonymously when you're nearby somebody and you like like their outfit, or you like the way they walk, or whatever. You could just like give them a digital thumbs up that they find later, and it's like, oh, somebody liked the cut of my jib. That's cool. Now here's the thing: how does that target a specific person? If you're in the region and you're just like, hey, there's a person near me killing it. How does the phone know that it goes to that guy and not the other guy standing beside him? Maybe that other guy standing beside him is not killing it. Yeah, I mean, that part of the tricky thing there is that uh, a you need to have reception, which for for you out in a slightly more rural city, 
Um, that's not as big of an issue. I would not call the four rural. Thank you very much. It's the forest city. You're in a forest. That that's fair. I mean, we are the four, and we are the forest. So what I mean to say is, um, it is a significantly uh, larger concern for those of us that can be easily underground uh, for a better part of our day during commuting. Because uh, you live in the undercity amongst the mole people, yes. Right. And while I'm doing that, if I happen to see some a mole that is killing it, mm-hmm. and I want to give him a kill in it, but I can't connect to the internet to do so, and then he goes away, it's like, I, no! I miss, I miss you're, my window. You're killing it! You're so killing I'm not sure... It. I'm not sure where the sweet where the sweet spot is for that kind of thing. Also, um, like just the phrase "you're killing it," uh, devoid of context, is um, not that can be misinterpreted. Wait, you don't like it? I well, I mean, if you're just yelling it at a random mole person, they're like, "What? No, no, I don't want to kill it. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to kill it. What am I killing? Is it your dog? I just, I'm sorry." Here, here's a superstition. Okay. Uh, if you see a mole person, kill oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say that is not a good thing to do. Yeah, you know, that's not making the world a better place. Uh, uh, you know, it's easy to say now because the uprising hasn't happened. But mm-hmm. um, uh, Well, I mean, that's that's less of a superstition and more of we're fighting a war for our very survival as a species. And here are your orders soldier like that. I wouldn't call orders from your general, a superstition. It's like, Oh, it's good luck to shoot at the enemy. Like, let's... <laughs> I mean, it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Grant is like, Oh, it's good luck to have a clean uniform. Everybody knows it's good luck to march. It's like, yeah. that, that's not how the army works. But I mean, if you're, if it makes you a good soldier, I guess. Do it. Soldier, a soldier of fortune. You're welcome. Of, of being fortunate, yeah. You're welcome. Uh, so <laughs> have that be the thing that like drives all all occupations. Like when I'm at the call center, is be like, oh, it sure is good luck not to spend too much time between calls. And it's like, oh, I I want to be fortunate. I'll make sure I'm not sitting around an after call, and I go right back into the queue. Is is like. Uh, I I don't need to know why doing my job well is good. I could just have a superstition that I don't sit in after call. Hmm. Now, I want to steer this back towards superstition. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's just talk to human nature about one more thing. Okay. Um, progress bars. Yes. We, li- we like them. People love that shit. People love progress bars. Are you talking about a gamified superstition? I mean, I think that's where we're going, yeah. Uh, okay, so anytime you see X, then you have to do Y, but if you keep a tally in your head, and if you do, like, multiple Ys in the day, then you can be like, oh, man, at the end of the day, I did 10 Ys, I have 10 luck, that's badass. Maybe, okay, maybe it's more of a, it could even be a counting thing. Right, because there are some superstitions that are based off of like, oh, if you see nine crows, you'll have good luck. But but if a tenth one joins them, then like, don't look at the tenth one or something. Okay. I, I, I'm I'm kind of bullshitting this, but mm-hmm. point being, um, <laughs> you could have like a tally app mm-hmm. where you want to see 
like three cats and like a person with a mohawk and like uh five people with sunglasses and like you like you could start your day wanting to balance this out and if you make it to the end of your day and you filled up all the progress bars and you didn't go over and you you led a balanced day does that mean that like on a day when i just stay home that i'm going to have bad luck i don't want that cuz there're several days where i will just be staying home cuz i don't have to go out and do shit i'm doing stuff around the house and i don't want those days to be unlucky Hmm. I'm gonna feel bad about days that I don't have shit to do outside the house. You're making me go outside. That's not what I want. Fair. Uh, but I mean, it could be custom suited to the person. I mean, they do make productivity apps for this very for this very reason. We really don't need to invent a productivity app. No, the, the competitions are a little too fierce. And okay. Okay. Those me, people me, will be much better at that than we are. Let me hit you with this. Uh, let's say it's a superstition. That any time you're having a conversation with people and somebody, like, accidentally, I don't know, drops something uh, and, like, they feel like a klutz, like, oh, no, I dropped something, it is good luck for you to immediately compliment something else about them so they feel a little better, right? So oh. that's, that's, like, a nice thing to do, brighten up their day. It's like, oh, you just dropped a mug, but you know what? Your hair's looking great. And then when you do that, not only do you know, oh, I'm going to have the good luck for complimenting you because you dropped a thing, but then you whip out your phone and you're like, hey, I did one of those compliment things, ding. And then there's a progress bar app. And then at the end of the day, you could be like, oh, man, I complimented 12 people. Man, mm. all of my friends are klutzes, but they look really good. No, no, there's definitely going to be a problem there where... Uh, people will definitely think you're disingenuous because you're doing it just to fill in the progress bar. So that's I don't think true. that's I don't think that's going to be the way that you could like do that. like I would drop a mug and someone would be like, "Love your hair," and I'm like, "I don't have any." What are you talking about? <laughs> I can't, I'm like, calling that a win. Good. Filled in the hair bar. Um, like don't don't count that one that was clearly a bad compliment <laughs> i'm not gonna let you fill in that no give me your phone i'm not gonna let you hit the thing that's not a good compliment give me your phone I, uh, oh and i dropped it <laughs> yeah but you got really nice eyes shut up also i'm sorry maybe, about your phone maybe if somebody drops something at the at the dinner table um the good luck thing could be to fart on the pie and then okay Okay, all right. <laughs> okay, no, here's another thing. I'm sure that we can cater to a good luck crowd. I'm sure that there is a demographic out there where they want us to spin them a, some kind of, you know, uh, good luck thing they didn't know they needed. Right. I don't want to, like, it's it's harder. If, if that's the incentive, I don't think we're in as good a place as we could be. Like, I think a planting of a tree or something like that, like, I'm not necessarily planting a tree, but something like that makes sense to me. That's, like, a measurable good. Okay. Okay. Okay, so, uh, how about this? Um, you have an app. I don't know why we keep coming back to apps. We really don't need apps for, for superstitions. But you have an app, and... Every time you plant a tree, 
that you know it has to be real it has to be a, have a chance of surviving you can't just like put it in your driveway and say that one counts it's not like a fake christmas tree yeah you can't just like grab an acorn off the tree and then bury it next to that same tree and be like i did my part it's like no you didn't that would have it would have fallen off anyway but no uh every time you legit plant a tree you get to bink tip the app and then we'll have it as a superstition that you know when you reach the end of your life and you're about to die Every tree that you have planted gives you an extra second to say goodbye to people on your deathbed. Hmm. This is the long haul. Yeah, yeah. That's that. That's You're playing the long game with this one. And you're like, oh, you know what? I planted thousands of trees in my life. Uh, so I've got a thousand seconds in between knowing I'm about to die and when I actually die. So that gives me time to be like, oh, wait, shit, I got to write a will. Now, this ties entirely too perfectly to uh, one of those feel-good posts that I saw someone uh, post a while back uh, on uh, on Facebook that was a story of a guy mm-hmm. that every day his ritual mm-hmm. was that he would take a, like, sapling tree yeah. and walk, like several miles outside of the village to where there's like deserted more deserted area was yeah and he would plant that tree and then go back and that was like that was every day for 37 years Mm. and what happened i don't know where he's sourcing these from or whatever yeah where's he getting these trees is he stealing them from his neighbors like were they gonna plant them anyway and he's just stealing them because that doesn't maybe maybe it has to do with that there's an uh, a a very affordably moderately priced tree store or maybe that tree store like you know gave one Mm -hmm. every day and that's the deal um anyway the point being the the net good at the end was that he he made an oasis slowly over 37 years and now wildlife is able to live there cool. that couldn't have lived in in the nearby area before um so that just seems more than a little bit apropos to bring that up i i, I think i did kind of see about. something about this i didn't click on it because it looked like obvious clickbait and the mm. reason why i remember it is i remember seeing this And the way it was presented to me as like a clickbait headline was it showed this guy walking and like the headline was something like uh, this man walked out into the desert and he had a surprise in his bag and you'll never guess what. But like the picture, I could clearly see there was a top of a tree (laughs) sticking out of it. And I'm like, no, you know what? I, I can guess what. And if you're saying he did this every day for years, I can guess what happened because I know how trees work. Mm. Doctors still hate him though. Yeah. No doctors hate his fucking guts. Mm. So, we got to wrap this up somehow. Okay. Uh, so what have we got in total? We got trees, uh-huh. progress bars, uh-huh. uh, people's habits. Okay. Uh, there's app. Uh, we want app support, okay. but we don't want to design just an app. Right. Um, we want an the- app that can support the superstition, but we also want this superstition to be available to people who maybe are not app kind of people who like don't 
bullshit around on their phones all day. We maybe, still maybe, want maybe like to affect them. Maybe it could be that there's like a pen and paper version. It's just easier with the app. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I think it should be like a tally. Okay. Uh, now you were saying a tally of like, oh, you gotta say a nice thing. Uh-huh. Something more discreet than that, at very least. Like, maybe it's a good deed, just a general good deed thing that you do three a day, and it's good. Uh, obviously, it's good. But like, but then the secret to that being, like, if you're going to, don't let anyone see you tallying. Ah. You gotta like, you gotta do it in a in a toilet stall or something. Right, if someone catches your tally, if they see your secret diary of tally marks, then all that luck that you've accumulated goes away. Now, what if we even incentive... Like, the gamification could be... uh, You know how you have skill trees? Yes. You could have different branches that represent different kinds of things, and we could just call it the tally tree. Okay, so here's the thing. What are we tallying? Are we tallying planting actual trees? Are we tallying, like not driving your car are we tallying like recycling well are we tallying giving money to charity it could, it could be all of those things it, i mean it could be that it's custom defined and you get in there and make it nitty-gritty but it should come with a bit of a template all right all right and- so you you have this idea that you can gamify your karma and the good things that you do give you different kinds of bonuses to the different you know branches of that tree Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, it, this is kind of more of a philosophy than a superstition. It's sort of like, you know, do do your tree every day. Like, do do at least a little something. Don't neglect the tree. And honestly, it's also kind of close to what I actually do. Like on mm-hmm. days when I have some measure of control over my own life, very often what I'll do is I'll make this big special version of a to-do list and it'll have all the stuff that I want to do that day. And like as I go through, I tally it up and I'll have like a little incentive to myself and I'll be like, hey, if I reach 100 points at the end of the day, then I'm a good little worker boy and mm-hmm. I did my shit. I, I know that that uh, and that really works for you. I've seen this system in action for I mean, you've been doing that at least a year, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's good. And, like, days when I have those lists are fun days. Not only because, you know, it's a day where I have some measure of control over my life and my schedule, but also because, like, I get to say, hey, I got this many points in the little red tasks. I got that many points in the little yellow tasks. And, oh, I unlocked this combo, so I get more points. And it, it just helps me incentivize, stay incentivized to do my shit. I think that... What we have here is larger form concept, and we could just like punctuate this with like a really small rhyming one liner, and then that'll be like you know one of these is a superstition we're gonna we're not gonna tell you which one <laughs> that's what that's what we did this week um so the big concept is tally tree mm-hmm. and if if you like the sound of it, if you want to implement something like that, if you if if you if you think of some more ways to develop that further, or you want to continue this conversation, hey, you know, if you're listening to this on YouTube, hey, look at those comments down there. You got something you want you want to submit uh, that is on like what do you do essentially? You can throw it down there. I'm not going to stop you. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, by all means, spread your wisdom like manure around the base of a tree that will allow it to grow. 
Mm. But uh, otherwise, we have a Facebook, a Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, yep. You can do something there. Comment uh, on this Instagram. If you are looking at this quote and this quote gets posted to Instagram, leave a comment. Perfect. But the one-liner, if that's not satisfying for you enough as a superstition, um, fart during pie, say goodbye. <laughs> that's the, yes. If you fart during, when, when pie is happening, if you pass gas, it is bad. Uh, as opposed to all the other times when it's very good. Fart, <laughs> fart during sandwiches you get uh nothing rhymes with sandwiches i didn't plan that well no you get man ridges you get like ridges on your manhood and then you're ribbed for her pleasure so that's 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 an episode eh we did Fart it during sandwiches get yourself some man ridges I'm going to go have a sandwich right now, and I am going to fart myself up a storm. My dick's going to look like Worf's forehead. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> um, We're not quite done yet. Wait, what? No. There is one before you go get that fart sandwich. I need it. Whoo, boys. My turn to pick our next invention. Wait, is it? I, I believe so. I, I thought it was my turn. Nope, mine. God damn it. Are you ready? No. For my selection. I had an idea, and now we're doing nope. your thing. So, yeah, nope. let's... I, I appreciate you referencing our namesake. You know, name drop. Yeah. But I have a better idea. Shit. That's our sequel podcast. Fuck. And that, for this Ass. time, this week, this next yes. week coming is... Yes. Shit, let me think. Well, it's not shit. Like we we already have that. Yeah, I guess that's already pretty much a thing. How about how about we do a commercial? Like a like a TV commercial? Yes. Like you such got as it. might appear on the Super Bowl. I mean, we don't have to shoot for the stars, but like we could just do regular commercial. But the the Super Bowl though. The, no, there isn't. It's a bowl. It's very super. There's a left shark. There is. Everyone loves Left Shark. Let's uh, let's do a commercial next week. Okay. Good. This is good. This is a good podcast. <laughs> and uh, until next time, I guess. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, thumbs up, monorail eggplant. Good night, everyone. Good night. Yep. 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 Yep.